Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Well, let's go to Matthew chapter 20. And uh, we're going to begin reading today in verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. I also want to say thank you for those of you watching all over the world, uh, uh, here all over the nation. And here in the state, we appreciate you so much. We bless you today. Let us know if there's something we can pray for you about. We'll, we'll do our best to lift you up in prayer. And uh, we love you and Jesus loves you. Don't ever forget about it. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers, laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarii uh, a day, he sent them into his vineyard and he went out about the third hour that's nine o'clock in the morning and saw others standing in the marketplace and he said to them you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right i will give you so they went and again he went out about the sixth hour and that's 12 in the day and the ninth hour that's three o'clock in the day and did likewise and about the eleventh hour everybody shout the eleventh hour And about the 11th hour, that's 5 o'clock in the evening, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day? And he said, they said to him, "Uh, because no one hired us. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages beginning with the last to the first and when those who were hired uh, then when those came who were hired about the 11th hour they received a denarii but when the first came they supposed that they would receive more and they likewise received the same pay but and, and when when they had received it they complained against the landowner saying these last men have worked only one hour and you make them equal to us who uh, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day but he answered one of them and said friend i am doing you no wrong did you not agree with me for a denarii take what is yours and go your way i wish to give to the last man the same as you is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things or is your eye evil because I am good so the last will be first (laughs) and the first will be last now the new King James said many are called but few are chosen but that's really not that is a that's a that's a version, but it's not as accurate as it could be. It's for many are called, but few choose. So today I wanna I wanna preach to you about the dimension of heaven and what God is calling. A, and I'm I'm gonna title today dimensional anointing in the end time church. Dimensional anointing in the end time church. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this revelation. I thank you for how you've been breaking bread, God. And I thank you that your people have come today. Your spirit has given them ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to obey. And I thank you, Lord, that as revelation is dropped today, it's going to explode on the inside of them. And it'll be more than just a good message. It'll be more than just a good time in church. But God, this is going to be a shifting moment for many people today. Because the revelation that they grab, they're going to run with, Father. And they're going to run into a dimensional anointing today. And so, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray today that you would anoint me with a prophetic anointing. And, God, that everything that I say from my lips will be the words from your lips. Look upon my availability and not my ability today. And I pray in the name of Jesus right now, God, that all that you have sent and all that you desire to be accomplished here would be accomplished for your glory for your praise and for your honor and we'll be careful to give 
it to you. So today I thank you, God, right now for what you're doing and how you have moved. Now, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, may your spirit move like rivers in this house, God, destroying every yoke of bondage and breaking every chain of hell. I call down every mindset and attitude and anything that opposes the kingdom of God. I take authority and dominion over you and I call you down and powerless now. In the name of Jesus, I release an anointing now that severs the yokes and breaks everything that hell has tried to put on the people of God in Jesus' name. I decree freedom over this house now. I declare liberty over this house now. And I release the blessing of God over this house now. In Jesus' mighty name. And we give you praise today. And I thank you for it. I thank you, God, for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, not only here, but across the world as those who are watching. And we thank you for it. And everybody that agrees, shout amen. Can we give the Lord a praise for his word before we're seated today? Hallelujah. The Bible says, the Bible says that my people perish for lack. One word says, one version says knowledge. The other word says uh, other version says revelation. My people lack because of it, or my people perish because of it. In other words, God is saying, it's good that you've been born again. How many are born again in the house of God? Lift your hands. For the rest of you, you can come on down and get born again anytime. Amen. How many are born again in the house of God? The bite. So it's good that you're born again, but God says you need to understand something. Just because you got born again does not mean that you have reached the apex of who I am. It does not mean you ha- you're at your finish line. It means that you're at your starting line. Being born again is where you start. It is not where you end. The Bible says that God wants to add line upon line. He wants to bring precept upon precept. He wants to bring faith upon faith and glory to glory. But for that to happen sometimes some of our old way of thinking has to be brought down shout amen to that because we can think in such a way that it will begin to limit what God wants to do in our lives it ain't limited God God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what you could ask think or even imagine according to the power that works in us so it ain't limiting him but he says but when you've got a closed way of thinking and when you've got you when you think you've got it all figured out and when living for me has become boring you need to realize that you need to have a change you need to have a shift because there ain't nothing boring in Jesus shout amen with that because when you have the fruit of the spirit and the spirit living inside of you for those who walk by the spirit and not according to the flesh you need to understand that every single day God's doing something new in your life every single day God is bringing you to a moment that he's willing to shift and change shout amen to that now, last uh, two Sundays ago when I preached, I released a word that I felt like God spoke, and, and I really, I really believe that he wanted me to start the sermon off, sermon off today with that word. And this is what I felt like he said. The harvest that I'm about to bring in the kingdom of God is not just a harvest of souls. I am bringing my people, the ones who are sold out to me, I am bringing them into a Goshen moment. I am bringing them into a Goshen land. As you see the world grow darker and darker, my light will shine brighter and brighter upon my people and greater and greater in my people. Not only will my light shine greater upon them, my light is going to shine greater out of them. Last year, I allowed a sifting moment to come upon my church, and that moment has not changed and will continue until the coming of my son. For this is the day of sifting, shaking, and the great falling away but upon those who remain steadfast in me upon those who rest in me upon those who continue to pursue me and my presence I will continue to make a distinction between them and everybody else in the last days in these last days I will bless my people I will shower upon them with great grace and favor like never before I will fill their hands with blessings 
blessings and provision like never before. In this time, it is imperative that my people continue to stay in line with my blessings. It is imperative that my people understand the order of my kingdom and how they're given unleashes and releases heaven upon their lives. For the deceiver, the devil, is at work in these last days. In these last days, the adversary is at work. The enemy of your soul is busy trying to get my people out of position for prosperity. This is an attempt to try to paralyze and cripple the move of my spirit in the last day's harvest and the end time revival which has been prophesied of from the days of old. He knows that if the people of God close their hands them and become selfish, heaven will close over them. But I am looking for and have found a generation of people that have tasted and seen that I am good. I have found a people here at Abundant Life Church that are refusing to bow to the temptations and the deceptions of the enemy. So today I'm extending my grace and my mercy to you so that the enemy's schemes will not prosper against you, but that all that he intends to bring against you will be turned around for your good. Somebody shout amen. Therefore, do not quit in your good works towards me. Do not grow weary in your mind towards me nor my kingdom. Do not lose heart in your giving. For I have promised in my word that I will bless those who do not lose heart. And I will pour out a mighty blessing upon them. Shout amen. For all who continue in their devotion, consecration, and dedication to me in every part of their lives, I will prosper you and make a distinction between you and those who are not mine. I am a rewarder to those who diligently seek me. Ah. He said, my people... Seek me in every part of your life. Seek me and pursue me in your giving. And watch as I open to you the good treasure of heaven. For I am coming quickly. And I am adorning my bride. And I am preparing her to meet me. So my people, get up, pray up, and look up for your redemption is coming soon. Can you give the Lord a praise for that? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So you need to understand that what the Lord is saying. Listen, I know, I know that there's going to be dark times. But just because there's dark times don't mean that the dark times are on us. I know there's going to be times where things are all kinds of crazy. But that don't mean the crazy has to be on us. Somebody shout amen. For I read in the Bible over and over how God was so faithful to deliver his people time and time and time again. Even though the plagues were happening in Egypt, they did not happen to the people of God because he put them in a land called Goshen. And God is saying, I'm bringing my church, my sold out ones. I ain't talking about the people that are playing with God. I ain't talking about the people that want to raise their hand on Sunday and turn around and live like hell all week long. I'm not talking about the people that are out there and all their in and want to sit there and click a ticket. God said, upon my sold out ones, upon those who say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life and nobody else has any competition with you. Upon them, I am opening the good treasure of heaven and I am pouring out such a blessing that you won't have room enough to contain. Shout amen. Glory. Now, what we now, now that's, that's what the Lord is speaking. Now watch this. What we fail to realize is that a shift, everybody shout a shift. A shift has taken place in the body of Christ over the past year. I, I don't know if you quite understand it or feel it. I believe most of you do. But a shift has taken place. This shift, this change was not instituted by man. It, listen, it, it, was not, it was not influenced by a new world government trying to take over. This shift was created and appointed by Almighty God. This shift, this change is so ordained by heaven right now that if you're struggling to catch it or don't know it, then you're being left behind what's, going, what's happening right now. Now stay with me. Over the past year, there were many days that, 
that, that when I would wake up or, or throughout the day, I would sense a change happening in the church. I'm not talking about just this church. I'm talking about the body of Christ. It was so strong in me that I would sense it almost every single day. I didn't know exactly what the change was or what it would bring, but I knew it was happening. The one thing I knew was true in my spirit. Things would never be the same again. Now, I thought that was because of Rona. I thought that was because things had shifted in government. I thought the devil was in control. But the whole time, God was shifting things. God was instituting differences and God was making distinctions in the body of Christ to bring us to this moment. Stay with me. I'm building, a, we're building to a point. Several months ago, I felt the Lord speak to me and say, I'm releasing over you 40 years of harvest. How many remember me releasing that in this church? I didn't know exactly what that meant when he said that, but by faith I received it and I've continued to speak it over my life. Now watch this, six weeks ago, I was stirred in my spirit to seek revelation on and begin to pray and to walk in or to begin to pray for an access to the dimension. Everybody shout dimension. To the dimension that Jesus walked in when he was on the earth. Jesus walked with a dimensional anointing. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Stay with me. Last week while I, we were, my family and I were away, we, I, we were out of town. God began, Pastor Antoine, to put the pieces together. He, he, he began to, to connect the dots, if you will. He, he, he be, how many remember the dream that I had and released a couple years or a year and a half ago, the, the double portion? Matter of fact, for the newcomers, how many, when they received that word, God began to pour out on you? Stand up if you begin to get something as you receive the double portion anointing. Look around here. Oh, I wish I had a church that would shout. Y'all sit down for a moment. Now watch this. It, it was at the, this time that I realized that the, the dream and the revelation he gave me on the double portion the promise he gave me about the 40 years of harvest and the stirring in my spirit to seek a dimensional anointing were all connected. They were all connected together. Stay with me now. What I didn't realize until now is that while Satan thought he was making things go down, God was using him like a pawn on the chessboard <laughs> to make it start coming up. Hallelujah to the Lamb. God was doing it the whole time. Stay with me. The change and the shifting that happened in the body of Christ last year were appointed by God. What I didn't realize is that the shift that took place in the church last year was for our good. It was so God could prepare the church to walk in the end time anointing. And the end time anointing is the double portion anointing. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. What the church is not understanding is that the transition that happened and is happening in the, right now is a transition. Stay with me. If you don't get nothing else, get this. It's a transition from seasonal thinking, from level thinking to dimensional believing. I'm going to say it one more time. It's from seasonal thinking. We have, been, we have been in a rut. I'm not saying that was bad. I'm not saying seasons are bad. I'm saying everybody's always waiting on a season. Everybody's always talking about I'm in a season. And God's saying, you don't understand something. I shifted things for a whole year to get you out of seasonal thinking, to get you out of level thinking, to bring you into dimensional believing. Because when you step into a dimension and realize you got access to the dimension that Jesus had access in, you won't worry about will it end, and you won't worry about getting out of it. You'll stay in it, and it will be Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ah, yeah. Let me build something with it. All right, so let me build this. When this happens, God sends, uh, listen, uh, 
when we get stuck in mindsets, it begins to limit what God can do. For us, to us, and through us. Okay, so when this happens, if you'll read out throughout the word, when this happens, God always sends a word to earth. And the word is to break the limitations off the people of God. Watch this. The revelation that he is sending to the church right now is stop operating in seasonal thinking. Stop operating in level thinking. If I can just get to this level and start walking in dimensional believing. Stay with me. Step into and start accessing heavenly dimensions. This is what I felt like he told me. My son Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. This is how he walked in the world but was not limited by the world. This is how he overcame the world and all its limitations. This is how the dead were raised, the blind began to see, and the lame began to walk. By faith he accessed the dimension that he came from. Y'all miss that right now. By faith, he accessed the dimension that he came from. Why was Jesus unwilling to receive lack? Because the dimension that he came from didn't have, I'm going to preach in this place, it didn't have no lack. Why was Jesus refusing to receive sickness? Because the dimension that he came from and accessed didn't have no sickness. Why was Jesus refusing to receive and, and be bound by, in, by the enemy, the devil? Why? because the dimension he came from had defeated him and cast him out of heaven so he knew if I can access this I can bring it in the earth and that dimension will bring victory here ah, yeah. now I gotta build it because I get, now I wet your taste buds I've gotta build this thing now stay with me if you're taking notes grab, if, just grab this real quick I'll try to give you a few things season alright Seasons depend on timing, stay with me, on time, sorry, time, purpose, and process. Now, don't go look for this in a book because I didn't get it out of a book. I sat with God. Okay? See, a season depends on time, purpose, and process. That means I, it don't matter how much you want it to be hot in January. It's the winter season. So this season now is dictated by time. Process. Why? Because God has ordained a season because in that season there is a process of things that are happening that help the next season. It and, and it's on purpose. God has a purpose for the season. Levels. Everybody shout levels. Cannot teach for a minute. It's okay. Levels depend on timing, exposure, and people. Okay? Levels depend on timing. That means that if you're, if you're ready to go to the next level, but it ain't the timing of God, you're not going to get there. It depends on people. People can come into your life and take you to another level. And it depends on exposure. I remember taking our leadership team uh, to a church several years ago. They were doing a leadership summit. And I just took them up there just for exposure. And I took about 40 of our people up there. And man, when we left out of there, there was so much exposure that we came back. How many remember the leadership summits we used to do had a theme on them? We got all of that from one night of exposure. Levels will take you to the next place, but stay with me. Dimensions depend on revelation, anointing, and access. Notice the first two had the word time in it, but dimension does not have time in it. Because a dimension is not dictated by or limited to time. Because it comes from the one who created, <laughs> who created time. So it's not dictated by time. So God is wanting to bring the church from seasonal thinking. Why? 
Because seasonal thinking is depending on time. He's wanting to bring you from level thinking. Why? It's depending on timing. And he's wanting to bring you into dimensional believing. Why? Because time is running out. And we don't have much more time to sit around and wait for 20 years to build a minute. So he said, we got to let go of this. Glory be to God. Watch this. All right, so let me build it a little more, and then we're about to. Levels and seasons are limited by time and in some ways are bound by time. In other words, it takes time for it to happen to come to fullness. This is what you see in our scientific breakthroughs. Scientific breakthroughs, when they would hit another level, it took time for them to hit another level. There are things that people just go to the doctor for now and get a shot that years and years ago they died over. Why? It took time for them to develop the level. This is what you see in our transportation. Years and years ago, folk were riding around to that. Come on, giddy up. Amen. They were trying to get to a place, right? <laughs> they're, they're trying to ride a horse. Now we're jumping on jets and planes and getting places that we could not even access. But it took time for them to get there. You see, the, all of a sudden we had horses. Then we came to a, what, what, what they call a Model T or something like that. And then there was this old school car. And then we came to this car. And now we got cars that are driving themselves. Stay with me now. These are levels right here. These are levels. We have communication levels. Years ago, folk had to bring, ring up a, well, there wasn't even a phone. They were, they were sending letters to each other. And then they got a phone. They would have to uh, speak into this thing and tell the operator to dial this. And then they went to this little dial-up. I'd love to put some of y'all youngins on a dial-up and just watch you watch it for a minute. Come on, somebody. It'd be like a cow looking at a new gate. You just, it'd be like, what do I do with a dial-up? Y'all remember them things? Your mama and daddy had one of them little uh, gold-plated dial-up phones right there that had the little white ear and, and mouthpiece. And and you had to wait for 10 minutes to dial somebody with a 1-800 number. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So we was at a level. This was, a, this was the level we were at, and it took some time. Everybody shout time. It took time to get to another level. And then all of a sudden, they came out with a punch phone. You could punch the numbers, but the cord, the, <laughs> the cord had to be 10 miles long because you wanted to walk all over the, the house, you know, and folk was stepping over your cord and tripping over the cord while, while you were in there trying to talk to your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You didn't want nobody to talk. You're in the mop closet in there trying to talk to them, and folks are tripping all over the cord. This was the level. Some of y'all kids are like, what is he talking about? It's okay. Stay with me. I'm about to get to where you are. This was the level we were at, right? And then all of a sudden, they came up with a cordless phone. Boy, we thought we had reached heaven. We thought we had reached heaven with a cordless phone until couldn't nobody find the phones no more. The battery went dead and the finder didn't work no more. And mom and daddy just hit the roof in there, ready to beat everybody to death. Had a cordless phone, right? This was the level we were at. And then all of a sudden, after some years, everybody shout levels. After some years, they came out with a bag phone. Now you were something. You were something if you had a bag cell phone. It, it, for those of you who don't even know what I'm talking about, it was about as big as a laptop. <laughs> and you had to carry that bag phone around. And they charged you like $100 a minute to talk on it. You'd be like, hurry up, talk right now. I got to get off this phone right here. We're just going to take my whole check. And for the perpetrators, they had the bag phone that wasn't hooked up. They were just perpetrating. <laughs> Watch this now. Then they came out with a next tail. I called it never tail because you could never tell if it had signal or not. 
And you could never tell if somebody's going to break through while you in the store and say something crazy. Watch this. Then it took some time. We're at levels now. We're talking about levels. We're talking about seasons and we're talking about levels. Then all of a sudden they came out with a flip phone. Take us back to the flip phone. Everybody say, no. Had a flip phone. My God. And then, they, and then the smaller your flip phone got, the more it cost. They were trying to figure out how. They done got them things you couldn't even dial it anymore. And then they came out with texting. Oh, goodness. Then, then your flip phone had to flip out and flip this way so you could text. This was the level we were at. And we stayed at that level. And then all of a sudden, somebody came out with a phone that you could tap the screen on. And, and, and then all of a sudden, people came out with all kinds of ways to be able to look at computers and Skype you across to any place in the world. But it took time. It's taken almost, well, a little over 100 years. This is level thinking. This is seasonal thinking. Church, we don't have a hundred years. There ain't nothing else that needs to happen for the Lord to come back. We are the 11th hour laborers right now. And God's saying, I ain't got time to wait on your 10 years. I ain't got time to wait on 20 years or 30 years. I need Heshetek. I need you to step into a dimension right now so that we're not waiting. But when you get in that dimensional anointing, immediately it begins to shift. Immediately it begins to happen. Hallelujah. The difference between seasonal and level thinking and dimension believing is that when the dimension shows up, immediately everything in the dimension shows up. You ain't waiting on it to process. You ain't waiting on time. Gee, the, how, how many times did Jesus show up and the Bible says immediately? Immediately they were healed. Immediately things happened. They, the disciples were in a boat and a storm was raging in John chapter 6. And the Bible says that when Jesus got in the boat immediately they were on the other side. I'm trying to get you to a place that we get out of trying to get to the next level. Ah, thank you for the levels I had in the past, God. Thank you for the seasons I had. But I'm accessing a dimension so that what's in heaven now begins to operate on earth when you show up, church. This is dimensional believing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The Bible says, watch this, that immediately they would be where they were at. When Jesus blessed the five loaves and the two fish, it didn't take a month for it to show up. Immediately the provision happened. Immediately it was there. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're still in the introduction. I told you we, we're not going to get too far today. I had to bring this introduction to you so we can build upon it. Stay with me. Dimensional believing is not waiting on time or limited by time. It's immediately. This is where God is wanting to bring the body of Christ too. It's the 11th hour. We're standing in the courtyard. 
saying, God, we see a harvest. Let's go to work. And God says, come on. Isn't it amazing that they did not even negotiate a price? Because the 11th hour church is not negotiating a price. It's depending on his goodness. It's depending on his grace. And I would much rather instead of negotiate a price with God, I'd like to be like David, just put me in his hands because I know that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Stay with me. Now, therefore... For hundreds, if not thousands of years, it was not a big deal for the body of Christ to operate according to levels and seasons. Why? Because there was time to accomplish things. You had, a, you had 20, 30 years to grow a ministry. But what if Jesus is coming back next week? You don't have time. You've got to take the dimension of heaven with you and see it advance on the earth. Watch this. Though time was coming to an end, it was not at the end. However, now we are at the end. We, we are at the end. This thing's counting down. Therefore, over the past year, there has been a shifting in the body of Christ. That shifting has been, listen carefully, a changing of guards. Come here, help me, Pastor Luke. There you go. Thank you. It's been a changing of the guards. Isn't it amazing that all of a sudden people that you ain't never heard of, ain't never saw, y'all like my... English right here, don't you? Ain't never. Didn't even know they existed. God is grabbing them by the hand, walking them to the forefront of the kingdom and saying, sit here, son. Sing here, daughter. Preach here. Pray here. Lead here. Give here. Why? There has been a shifting that has taken place and it's the changing of the guards. It's been, a, it's been a shifting of the anointing and favor for some ministries. Watch this. For some ministries, that shift has been because they were playing with God and his anointing. They were anointed, but they didn't want to do nothing but build their own thing from it. They, they had a gift. They had a talent. God had given them favor, but all they would do is go out there and exploit it and do crazy stuff with it. And God had given them mandates, but they would not follow them. And he said, it's time, Saul, that you go sit over there. I have found a man that's after my own heart. There is time for a shifting of the guard. There is time for a replacement now and I found somebody that won't play with me anymore I'm about to stay with me watch this now for other ministries that, that, that you, you, see, you see are beginning to, 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 to just crumble uh, it wasn't that they were playing with God it was just that their, they, their ministry wasn't powerful or impacting it really wasn't doing much for the kingdom, but because they stayed in it for 30 years, it has grown and become known because they were faithful. Thank God for the faithful people. I'm not trying to, to demonize that. But for, and for a time, this was okay. Why? Because we had time for that. We had time for somebody just to sit around and not stir the boat, not rock the boat, not make any ripples in the water and just sit back, collect the check and be faithful. And over 30 or 40 years, they would get a ministry. But I hear the Holy Ghost with an urgency now saying, we don't have time for that no more. You don't understand. I've got an 11th hour church that's sitting there saying, give me an anointing. Give me a calling. Give me a Bible and I'll go preach. Give me something to do for you, God. And I'll go do it for you, Holly. Stay with me now. Therefore, the ministries that depend on time or seasons to accomplish and advance the kingdom have fallen by the wayside or are falling. Why? They are depending on time and seasons. 
not realizing that God, all last year, God shifted it. And said, we're not depending on time and seasons no more. Stay with me. Oh, pick up your, look at your neighbor and say, pick up your toes. Come on. Stay with me. Because, why did this happen? Because while people, stay with me. Why are they falling by the wayside? Why is it beginning to fall? Because while people closed their doors for a year and made excuses why ministry couldn't go forward, God was shifting things in the kingdom. While folk turned around and stuck it in neutral, they did not realize that the eyes of the Lord were running to and fro throughout the earth, seeing who he can show himself strong through. And though, and though they still have titles and they still have their offices, the Spirit of God has left and went on a search and rescue mission. And without them knowing it and without him asking them, God found people and places on the backside of pastures that knew how to capture his heart and access a dimension that no Nobody else was accessing and in one moment God shifted the anointing in the kingdom from seasonal anointing level anointing to dimensional anointing and now it's time that you walk in it I'm going to say a couple more things and then and then we're done it is possible for God to do something, be doing something, and you not even know it. Jacob said, I was in the place of God, and I didn't even know it. Stay with me. I'm going I'm to hit a few more toes, and then we're done. Think about it. The ministries that shut their doors are struggling now. They once could pack out four services, now can't get one. What happened? They said things like, just give it some time and all this will be over. They said things like, don't worry, this season will pass soon. They didn't understand level and seasons are gone. And God is saying, church, I'm ready to release a dimension. Have you thought about walking in a dimensional harvest? Have you thought about that? I'm, I'm talking not, not for three months of harvest. Not one year of harvest. But God bring you to a place, Vern, where you have accessed the dimension and the dimension you've accessed, there is no lack. Therefore, there is no lack because the dimension you access is now with you everywhere you go. And because it doesn't lack, you don't lack. This is what Jesus knew. This is how he could look. Listen, this is how he could look at 4,000 people and have, a, and have a few loaves of bread and say, it ain't no big deal. <laughs> I have access to the dimension. There is no lack. This is how he could look at a dead person and everybody's tripping. He said, I'm going to cry with y'all for a minute, make you feel good. Lazarus, come forward. How do you know he was going to get up? Because where he's from and the, act, and the dimension he accessed, there ain't no death. <laughs> Woo! 
There ain't no death there. So he's not concerned about what level he's at. He's not concerned about is he in a bad season or a good season. He said, I just got to get this dimension here. How could he how could he look at a cross and know he was going to die on it and know three days later he was going to be raised from it? <laughs> because the dimension he was from and the one he has accessed on earth, there was victory already there. This is where God, I just, this is just the introduction to this series. God is ready to bring the body of Christ, anybody who can get this revelation. My prayer has went from God take me to another level. Mm -mm. My prayer has went, listen, I named my title the season of the double portion. When I began to write the book, which is coming out here soon. When I began to write the book, God would not allow me to name it the season of the double portion. I sat with my staff for six and nine months trying to figure out a title to the book. Because he would not release me to put season on it. I couldn't figure out why until he gave me this revelation. Seasons begin and seasons He's saying, son, this double portion anointing, this dimensional anointing that I'm bringing the body of Christ into, it will not end until they see my son split the eastern sky and the trump of God sound and the dead in Christ rise and those who are alive and remain be caught up in the air and forever we shall be in the presence of the Lord. He's saying, get ready, get ready, get Get ready, get ready. You're about to walk in a dimensional anointing. There'll be no lack. There'll be no He said, I'm releasing something on this body right now, and you better get ready for it. Stand up all over this place and give God a praise for his work. I said, God, what about the disciples? I don't know why my mind went there a couple days ago. I said, what about the disciples in the upper room? He said, son, notice. He said, notice what I had to take them from. I had to take them from level and seasonal anointing. That's why they were jockeying over positions. He said, I had to take them from that to dimensional anointing so that Peter's shadow healed people. He said, that's why it said in the Bible, on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, he said, because they were in a level waiting on time. He said, but when they received the Holy Ghost, they stepped out of that into dimensional anointing. He said, this is how things shifted for them. This is why this is why they, you, you see shadows healing sick people and, and, and you see all these things. The disciples had a revelation. He said the, the problem was is that it died off and people went to negotiating with me. He says now, so for almost 2,000 years the church has been sitting here trying to say, God, if I can just get to another level. And God said, forget the level. Access heaven. Access the dimension. This is what Jesus walked with. This is what's called for us in the last day. Come on, lift your hands all over this place. Father, I thank you for this revelation.
God, I've done my best to be able to communicate it today, but I realize that a second of revelation from your Holy Ghost is way better than an hour of teaching for me. My prayer, though, is that both have worked together, God. That the church will begin to shift their thinking to accessing heaven's dimension. I thank you for this, God. I thank you for this. I thank you, Lord, that we are the 11th hour church. And it might make some jealous, but you didn't ask them, God. You're pouring it out. I give you praise for this now, God. And I give you glory for this right now. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say this and then we'll pray or we might worship for a couple minutes and then I'll dismiss you after that. But I can remember when I first became the pastor here. Church was struggling financially. Y'all know the testimony. I've done, I've done spoken or, or, or testified several times. And the Lord brought me back to it a couple days ago. He said, son, did you, do you not remember that when you stepped in, immediately things changed around? I said, yeah. He said, because you were in a dimension of more than enough. So when the dimension, when you stepped in, the dimension stepped in with you. Notice it didn't take six months. It didn't take a year, son. It didn't take two years. Immediately. It shifted. He said, you don't have to wait on these things. Just access where I am. And where I am and what's, what's, what's where I am will begin to be where you are. I pray you got this today. Come on, let's lift our hands all over this place. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.